we're we're back and we're uh, well i'm on a new computer uh so you know i had to set everything you're, up again you're, <clears throat> you're sitting on top of it that's correct that's that's the um, way the new computer works. It's a chair chair computer. Yeah, you've heard of desk PCs, but what if what if the chair was built into your computer instead? <laughs> I'm just over here. I didn't finish my my ramen before the the show, so I'm just slurping. This is all I'm doing right now. So you've got your ramen. I've got my uh, I've got my little uh, cup here of sheets sweet tea. Mmm, always good. Um, actually a little too sweet. I had to cut it with some unsweet, but you know, that's fine. It feels more gourmet that way when you have to like, when you're mixing it yourself, you're it's like, oh, it I'm down doing, a little bit. yeah, I'm doing like gas station mixology, you know, <laughs> it's like take and bake bread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm doing mixology. I bought the Kool-Aid powder to take home. <laughs> have you seen water TikTok? No. Oh, well, I've seen the guy, the personal water sommelier guy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but I don't know if that's what you're referring to or not. Water TikTok is these people who are um, into, for whatever reason, like making their own flavored waters. But the thing about that is you can only throw in like some lime slices and cucumber slices to my water. Like... The next thing, like, the evolution of it is naturally to, like, create soda. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Well, this, like, <laughs> we di- we don't have this in here, but um, do you know that um, Michelle Tandler woman? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. The she's, unhinged lady. San yeah, Francisco. the unhinged lady who tweets about San Francisco, even though she doesn't live there anymore. But she made a TikTok that's like, here's how I make sparkling water. And it was basically her... Yeah. Presenting as gourmet using a soda stream. <laughs> that's that's what the water people are like, but they're like, and I'm gonna use this powdered substance called Kool Aid. Flavor aid, yeah. Like, yeah, like they're literally just making Kool-Aid and calling so what, it flavored what water. What you should do is you need to get like a classic 70s shirt with a big collar and some classic 70s shades so that you look like Jim Jones and then you're going to be like uh-huh. I'm going to teach you how to make I don't know how I don't know how it sounded <clears throat> my but special be, flavored water. My special flavored water. We we'll take flavor it then we add the secret ingredient wink. <laughs> See how many people uh, get it. I don't know how many Gen Z uh folks on TikTok know about Jonestown. But uh, you'll. Find I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I if feel that, like. Uh, I feel like those hit. those that do though are your people, somehow. That's true. That's a good way to find out. Yeah. Um. But this is actually. Water, I, had, I had to rearrange. Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of water, rearrange the thing here because I was at the store earlier, and y- you know of the Liquid Death brand of. Unfortunately, yes, yeah. Unfortunately, I did. When it came out a couple years ago, it made a, quite a splash because people were slightly freaked out by it. One thing I never really noticed is how expensive it is. Oh, you it's, looked at the report, the price. You're, you you will regret this. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's thirteen dollars a case for twelve tall boys versus like <laughs> five bucks for a case of Lacroix. Who's buying this and why? Why would you pay more than twice as much for, in some cases, not even sparkling water, just plain water in a can? I don't get it. Uh, I it's it's like it's it's all aesthetics, man. That's all it is. I, I I I've never understood those kind of people. Like, I mean, I feel like I have a strong aesthetic sense and a 
matter of taste, but like it's basically the toxic vibe. masculinity uh, water. Yeah, I have got it a couple times, but only because like I didn't have a water bottle and I needed to obtain the largest quantity of water I could. And <laughs> there's slightly more of that water in a can than like a, a bottle of water. So I've I've never I've never had it. I've never gotten to that point where I needed it. But the sparkling the way- water is OK, but their original product, which is just called mountain water and is not sparkling at all, just tastes like water in a can like it tastes kind of metallic yeah i feel like that would be that would be like a weird way to receive water like something about it being in a can would prime your brain to expect something more than just flat water yeah i don't i don't think i would like that i think it's interesting because they started out with just the regular water and then they quickly realized that that wasn't the thing and seltzer had to be their thing so then they came up with sparkling water and then they have now they have four four they have plain sparkling water and then four flavors of sparkling water. But I just noticed too they've expanded into iced tea now. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, they they're, have. They're coming for my for my beautiful Arizona boy. No, they no, no, are. No. Yeah, uh, you can get Grim Leafer and Armless Palmer, uh, which are admittedly good names, but like <laughs> for the price. Um, and by the way, uh, you get um uh in a case of of uh of this i believe you only get eight cans instead of 12 uh yeah i'm looking at that now so it's even it's an even worse deal than i originally portrayed but like if you just want sweet tea my life hack for you is to go get a large or an extra large sweet tea at sheets and it's like a buck 69 for like 64 (laughs) ounces of of sweet tea like more sweet more more caffeine and sugar than you know you probably should have in a day but <clears throat> yeah, that would be that would that would have me shaken, I think. That's my life hack. But but that's a lot cheaper and and it's nicer. Like you can get it with the ice, you know, like it's already cool. Like just seeing uh, here I, as well, the Liquid Death Company on their website sells koozies for their tall boys and some of their koozies are made to look like uh brown bags. So. Well, I hate that. Yeah. It's I little, really, really hate that. It's sort of like you're asking for trouble, you know? <laughs> and then you pull out and you're like, oh, it's literally just a can of water. And it's like, okay, you're actually not as cool as I thought you were. <laughs> like, that's asking to get beat up. Yeah. Like, somebody, somebody's going to bully you if you show up show up to the function with that, okay? Um... Right. Uh, anyway, you, we're back. And also, I, I, yeah, I, we're we're back. We're back. I had to update my mic firmware before we started. <laughs> and that's I, like I've always I'm always wary of updating anything before we start. Like, uh, yeah. Well, and here's the thing, you know, like I suppose it makes sense. Like, it is a it's a USB mic and it has a, a, a digital to analog converter in it and all that. But yeah. something I don't know. Maybe it's just because I was born in the 1900s. Um, mm-hmm. something is still weird to me that we live in a world where I have to update the firmware on my microphone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that <clears throat> now I'm worried about my mic. Now, how do I check my microphone's firmware? I don't Knowledge. know. <laughs> it could be so out of date by now. We have no way of knowing. We could be in the middle of the podcast. I'm talking and it's just like, <laughs> just because I didn't update my mic's firmware because my mic got owned by hackers. Yeah. <clears throat> Who knows? Well, you're updating firmware. I'm updating outerwear. You sure Um, are. I have become everybody. I've become a fashion influencer. Um, Mm -hmm. 
So if you if you uh, if you want to be seen as cool, you better you better make sure everybody knows that you know me. Uh, I started <laughs> I started posting like I've been trying to get like you know <clears throat> more part part of my work of like accepting myself more and I don't know my my getting mentally healthier is like <clears throat> not like punishing myself into like well I need to lose X amount of weight before I get clothes or something like that which is something that I used to do. Or I'd say like, oh well, well when this happens, then I'll do this. But I've just decided uh, I'm just gonna have fun now. And um, so Here I I've go. started I've started posting my like like some outfits of the day on Instagram, and then I started I, I decided to do like a get ready with me on TikTok, and then I also posted it to Instagram Reels. <clears throat> and uh. These TikToks, Andrew, they've gone off the chain. Like, I'm yeah. getting, Whoa. I'm inundated. Look at this. Like, I woke up this morning to like 67 comment notifications mm. and like 10 Jeez. followers. Jeez. And I've got like, let's let's check this video right now. Let me turn the volume down so it doesn't play. Let's see how many. You are watching a master at work. <laughs> how many uh, views this video? 21.8k views on my first get ready with wow me. <laughs> that's freaking weird <laughs> so <clears throat> most people have been really cool um there's there's it, it, to that that video has been up for like a i don't know, like a week about uh today is the first first day that someone posted a go to the gym comment so that's mm. pretty good mm-hmm uh so TikTok's gotten a less less talk less toxic. Like, imagine if I posted that on on Twitter, yeah. And then the blue checks come after me. Mm-hmm. Have you been on Twitter? I'm not on Twitter that much anymore. Um, that's really gonna hurt the show. I feel like. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely not on Twitter as much as I had been. Uh, because Elon Musk has been steadily ruining ruining it. Probably the thing the the two things that ruined it the most was first was uh losing the ability to use Tweetbot to read it yeah so now i'm like constantly missing tweets because things aren't in chronological order and all of that and then the other thing which is more recent is when they decided like a couple weeks ago to prioritize people with blue checks in replies Mm -hmm. which means any tweet you read if you want to see people doing bits you you don't see that anymore instead you see you tap on the tweet and you see the worst dumbest people imaginable with their thoughts and then you have to scroll through like 15 to 30 of those before you get to actual sensible people. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, that was my experience. I like even before they made that official, I was still seeing like way more of those type of people and everything became just like so spammy too. I'm like I'm getting just tons of spam DMs yeah. and stuff. It's uh it's not a fun place to be. So good job Elon ruining that. I'll go be a fashion influencer on a different platform. Your loss, I guess. You know, uh... Nope! Oh, 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 oh. Take it back. Yeah, yes, go ahead. Uh, I was just thinking, a friend of the show, Claire, uh, had, mm-hmm. may still have, uh, like, an automation set up on their phone that when they opened Twitter, it said, you know, bird website, Siri said that. I just uh-huh. think I should set up an op- automation that when I open Twitter, it makes this sound effect. Just to sort of remind me that I'm about to essentially hit myself in the head with a steel pipe by reading Twitter. Wait, that's what I, it that feels like. That sound you know? didn't come through. Do it what? again. 
I can't hear anything. Like I could barely hear anything happening. Weird. <laughs> is is that is is in the soundboard? Yeah, it's the soundboard. Can you hear this? No, barely. Hmm. Did is the volume down on them? What did you? What happened? Uh, I don't <laughs> this think is so. probably fun for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should have checked Welcome this before back. we started. Welcome back. Uh, hmm. I did, what? Play another soundboard thing. Okay, it's getting gated. Is what's going on? Really? Yeah, somewhere in your in your uh, setup, it's it because it starts to play and then it cuts it off. Like I can hear it. Oh, that's gating it. Curious. Hmm. Yeah, like it's reaching some limit or something. I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Well, anyway, okay. Next segment. <laughs> I was really excited for the sound too. Uh, well, it seems to be recording okay, so, uh, I don't know. I blame Discord, um. It could be Discord. They, they, Discord loves to just recheck all of the things that you told it don't do. Yeah. Like, just at random intervals. (laughs) Right. That's what, right. I mean, that's, like, everything else is set up exactly this. Like, I don't know, you know, it... I don't know. See, even 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 that, like it starts to come in and then it cuts off. Strange. Okay, what if I do wow. magic boost in audio hijack? Oh. Uh, yeah, a little bit more, but you can you can. It's like I don't know how to describe it, but hopefully the the other end people aren't hearing that, so yeah. you should probably stop worrying about it. And I, I I'm the only one suffering. Hopefully, yeah, as Speaking is typically the case. <laughs> uh where are we sorry i've been fiddling uh next segment oh um here's me this is one of the few good tweets i saw this week this is from at skinny tuna on twitter it says the most intelligent action is to become an idiot through focused dedicated practice and willpower i just read that i thought yes i'm nodding sagely you know i've been listen andrew I've been saying this for a while now. I've been saying it, you, especially for you, you need to enter your himbo era. I, I think I'm too terrified. If you were just, <laughs> you're just ignorant of everything and just like vibing, I yeah. think that would be really good for you. I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, but that's what, that's what, that's what Skinny Tune is describing here is like, this is the, the art of becoming the himbo. The most intelligent action is to become an idiot through focused, dedicated practice and willpower. <laughs> I, you think becoming a himbo comes naturally? No. It's a practice, man. Yeah. That's why you, that's you hear so many himbo people say, my practice. You know, when they're talking about <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway. Sound off in the comments. Andrew doesn't want to face this. But I think becoming a himbo... That's what I'm doing. I'm becoming a fashion influencer himbo. Mm. I don't know how. I don't know how to do any of this. That's I'm the, just a that, little in, guy. In, <laughs> in, in, in the thinking that you got to know how, that's the obstacle. That's the obstacle. I guess so. So, just uh, brain, man. <laughs> maybe caffeine will help? Yeah. Um, this was a very Which, dumb story. I guess Esquire has run out of interesting things to write about because they wrote ran about, out of watches, men's watches to talk about. 
Yeah, instead they sent one of their contributors to go on uh, Reddit r slash decaf and like uh, gather up all the ideas from people who think that caffeine is bad for you. Um, there's wait, there's literally an r slash decaf. There's an r slash decaf. Yeah. Oh god. Um, and so they, <laughs> a growing chorus of concerned former addicts are trying to wake people up to caffeine's negative effects. Um. And this story mostly centers around this one guy, uh, Marcus Bivens, who was in the Navy and then got kicked out of the Navy because he had a bunch of health problems. And it turned out that he was drinking the equivalent of 10 cups of coffee a day in terms of (laughs) caffeine. And he was experiencing negative uh, health effects from that. Um, He was essentially making meth (laughs) in his body. I I would simply say, yes, if you have that much caffeine, you're going to experience some negative effects. But he he has taken this experience of his and has said that, uh, um, among other things, people don't understand that caffeine is an actual drug and more people need to know that caffeine is a neurotoxin and it's hurting you. I would like people to treat (laughs) caffeine the way we treat cigarettes. There should be a warning. Um. And my thought on this would just be to drink less caffeine. Um, also, isn't there a caffeine warning on stuff? Like, it tells you how much milligrams of caffeine is in things now. Like, Yeah, typically. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I guess they're saying, like, oh, but you, you get, like, dependent on caffeine, and you can get caffeine withdrawal. And, like, that's not so different from, uh, you know, like, nicotine withdrawal or whatever. Um and it's I'm, true except it doesn't it doesn't as far as we know like give you, give you <laughs> lung cancer and like <laughs> emphysema and what have you yeah um i don't know i don't know people, i feel like it's probably fine weird. i'm not a big caffeine drinker uh yeah me either like uh, for for me especially like as i've gotten older I can't have any caffeine really past like 12 o'clock. Otherwise it's going to keep me kind of wired at night and I can't fall asleep. So I, and I drink maybe a little bit in the morning, but I'm not a coffee drinker. Sometimes I'll have some tea. I'll, I will do the Mio, uh, flavor, water flavor thing, which I guess that makes me a water TikTok guy. Yeah. In fact you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'll have like the caffeine one and I have like one, like, it might like put one thing of it in my tumbler in the morning and then or I'll have some like iced tea or an Arnold Palmer, you know. Right. Like I'm having iced tea now. This is like as much caffeine as I typically have. Yeah. Like a little cup of iced tea or something. Um, but I feel like it's fine. I'm not that worried. But maybe we should start consuming more caffeine. It's a neurotoxin if we want to really become him. That's true. Um, <laughs> what, yeah. what does the neurotoxin of caffeine do to your brain do they claim do you know like i don't know you oh. say something's a neurotoxin but like for what like what does it do well you know what so i mean it, what he says he says i've talked to many people who are a year off of caffeine and they're still dealing with crazy symptoms everything from neuropathy to psychosis these people have suffered a quote caffeine injury as he calls it and he's certain there are untold <laughs> numbers of others out there also suffering needlessly if they only knew the reality of caffeine, their pain might ease. Caffeine injures your central nervous system. This is like this is like a Kellogg's type of thing, you know, like <clears throat> this is the guy out there inventing graham crackers to stop people from masturbating. It's like well, that I thing where you don't... take one thing and apply it to everything, right? Like that guy was like, more fiber. Fiber is the problem. This guy's yeah. caffeine. Caffeine is the problem. <laughs> caffeine, caffeine injury, which is, you know, 
not not far removed from like the vaccine injury stuff so oh yeah 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 it's funny how these cultures start to become the same kind of thing like they they yeah. just reach the same conclusion <laughs> like when I, you're I part wonder, of a stupid subculture it'll it'll be interesting to see if we hear more about this in the coming years or if this is um just going to continue to be a, a a subculture that's like barely noticed because it would be kind of funny to see like a rally of like decaf people you know well, like I, marching I through remember, the street with signs do you remember when like in the 90s and 2000s like there was like a huge anti-soda type vibe among people. Like there yeah. was a lot of people who were like this, but just about anything that was carbonated that like somehow if a liquid was carbonated, it was bad. It was bad well, for you. Yeah. That's because carbon dioxide is a neurotoxin. <laughs> if you, I mean, if you Why have you, enough of it, you will die. If you have enough of it, you could create an environmental disaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's hurting. I, <laughs> I <laughs> we're People not calling don't it understand climate. That caffeine is an actual drug. It's not Kool Aid. We're we're not talking about climate change anymore. So we're talking about carbon dioxide injury. <laughs> Dude, don't don't tell don't say that. Don't put that out there. Yeah, that's my. Bad. <laughs> we're gonna that's gonna be in the inbox of a Democratic consultant <laughs> like in a minute. Uh, let me boss. Speaking myself. of Democratic consultants, uh, yeah. Do you remember when we talked about Aussie media, how they like went on a business and then came back inexplicably? Yeah. Uh, remember Aussie Fest? Yeah. Well, that so confused me so hard. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're a little late to this because we were you know gone for a bit, but they're like thoroughly done now because the CEO got arrested for fraud in in relation <laughs> to what he uh, basically faking like. Uh, the presence of i think it's some sort of youtube employee on a call or whatever anyway falsifying information about aussie's financial performance and audio size uh so <laughs> you know good for him i mean we've been saying this for a long time but it only becomes more true everything is a scam everything's a scam man yeah i mean you should assume that when a big media brand sort of pops up out of nowhere in the way that Aussie media did and then is yeah. able to hold like a festival with several big name people something's going on there right yeah. like, some very suspicious you know there's a lot of money needed for that sort of thing where is it coming from you know yeah so um yeah. but yeah Aussie media has uh, a gone uh, bust officially i think they've gone off right uh, we'll miss all of their um, whatever it was they did. I don't. I don't. I, don't even, I can't even think of an example. That's how like of a non thing they were. Also, can we just acknowledge that he did name the company after Ozymandias the poem? It is poetic. Yeah, which like like you you're asking for it at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I I I've, oh, I've yep. been saying it more and more lately, but irony is the governing law of the universe. This is true. This is true. Yeah. I certainly learned that while we were off because I was sick the whole time, and basically every time that I thought I would be getting better, it was like, no, Gosh. that wouldn't be ironic for you to get better. <laughs> You'd so. think you would, but guess what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wham. Wouldn't wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you spent like the past few months of like all of the bacterias in the world were like out to get you. Yeah, I yeah, so I spent basically from January to May not feeling well for various reasons. So <laughs> Yeah. Every, it's fine though. I don't I want to reassure I don't have cancer or anything like 
like that. I just had yeah. various illnesses that were frustrating to deal with more imagine than do we imagine if we have listeners that we don't know about who don't they had no clue about what was going on we we did I just thought of that i i happened to log into the twitter account for the show the other day and realized that someone had tweeted at us like a week or so ago being like are you all okay and i'm like oh we're so bad at this <laughs> oops we're so bad at we, podcasting Look, listen the name the the it's in the title, okay? You can't expect much from us. There there are some times when I'm working at my job and I'm like, you know, I'd really like to just be able to do podcasting full time. But then I'm like, yeah. no, I enjoy that I have a very casual relationship with this because if I had to like be on the Twitter, like hype, yeah. hype, hyping up the podcast, I think I would hate that. So <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would hate that too. <laughs> uh, speaking of things I hate, um, AI <laughs> has busted onto the scene in a big oh, way. Man. Chat GPT and all of that um uh and, and that has now dovetailed with the writer's strike which by the way we support um yes. the writer's guild of america's on strike um and the universal blue check response to the writer's strike has been like oh chat gpt will just write the movies now which is um not says a funny. lot about the kind of movies they watch not funny or correct um <laughs> but i i enjoyed the this tweet here from Jack Schaefer says some striking Hollywood writers think it's beneath them to rewrite chat GPT devised stories, but happily rewrite other writer scripts, adapt novels and recycle folk and fairy tales. <laughs> so think about that. Re rewriting the product of an AI garbage model is uh, exactly the same as rewriting someone else's script to this, to this guy, content. to this guy, somebody like translating the Rosetta stone for the first time. Yeah. It's like the same thing as translating a Mad Lib. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. figure, figuring out like, oh, this is the word that was the, the word that was put in. The, <laughs> I, the thing, I think these people think they can get God from the machine and I don't know when they're going to learn about that. It's you so know? weird. I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. Like if you love computer so much, why don't you just marry it? You know, like. I don't know. Really? I've started to realize that there are just a lot of, there are a lot more stupid, like there's people whose like mental capacity is just not, not on. Like it's just not happening up there. Yeah. I and, think the and best there's more of them thing, than I thought. When you see stuff about AI, I think the best thing to ask is why would we want this? Because that usually yeah. tells you, because in the case of things like chat, like why would you want chat GPT to write a movie? And the answer is, so that you don't have to pay a writer to do it. Right. You know? Like uh, with a lot of this it's stuff, all comes down so to that business. we can just replace human work and not have to spend money on humans, you know? And, and so I think the thing is AI stuff like this is probably inevitable because it will eliminate, it'll save, it'll save companies tremendous amounts of money <laughs> and produce product that is good enough, but will still be considerably worse. So, um, everything's just getting worse all the time and we'll continue to do so because I just wonder how uh, long it is go for. Cause like, I think everyone is just so fed up with everything. Like, I don't we, know, man. Listen, we have to keep inventing new frontiers for capital. Okay. Yeah. So. That's, that's that. We must do that. Otherwise what will happen? To I us? was thinking about that the other day, you know, uh, we like to say that, or, or, you know, I've, I've heard like on other podcasts where I talk about this stuff that like capital is running out of frontier. But then I think like, yes and no, like really, I think 
uh, what we need to do is we need to figure out how to stop capitalism before like Bank of America starts airdropping visa cards to people in Africa. Because <laughs> that's what's going to happen. You know, like there's a whole continent of people who who don't know, you know, or don't have debit cards, uh, you know. I bet well, they probably a, already have it. We just haven't heard about it. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, there's obviously a lot of potential in, you know, Africa and other uh, less developed areas for, for yeah. all of our. And they've already started, you know. So it's like, uh, that seems bad. <laughs> that seems like <laughs> something we should not do. I don't This know. next story in here is cracking me up mm. from the Seattle Times. <laughs> Millions of workers are still missing from the U.S. labor force three years after COVID-19 surfaced, and economists are scratching their heads as to how big the gap actually is and where all these people went. <laughs> if this doesn't tell you everything you need to know about economists, uh, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> we, it's like after the, after the Black Plague. Boy, yeah. we sure do not have as many farm laborers to... To to reap the wheat at the end of the year as we did, <laughs> like come it's like on. It, it's a bit like saying, you know, I just bought this new three thousand dollar computer, but now my bank account is three thousand dollars less than it was, <laughs> and I don't understand how it got that way. What happened? It's funny because I what happened? I went I went to my uh, my doctor for like a physical and stuff uh, the other day. And it was the first time I'd seen him since the pandemic started because I've just basically been avoiding the hospital. Like, and I haven't had any reason to need to go there, you know? Like, so. Yeah. Well, you know, don't rub it in. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand, my health has been great. Um, But, (laughs) but, uh, yeah. I, so, so I went there and he was like, oh, I'm so glad you're still alive. I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. He's like, Mm. You have no idea how many patients I just like, you know, never heard from again. Don't know what happened. Like, oh, geez, that's yeah, bleak. <laughs> that's that's bleak. But like, that's the, the like, that's the reality that we live in that no one wants to accept that that happened. Yeah. And these economists also just are flummoxed because they because the ideology, right, is just like seeped into everything. Mm-hmm. Ideology. Um, next we have a story. Did you see this? It's about a month old, I guess, at this point. It was a so um the New York Times put out an article uh that was about the, the you know the the emissions costs of Bitcoin mining. Uh-huh. Um and so this Bitcoin uh mining company called Riot Platforms produced this very stupid video which they posted to Twitter in which they attempt to prove that Bitcoin mining has zero carbon emissions um by taking a CO2 monitor. Uh they went outside and they're like, look, we're standing we're standing in a lush Texas field, which is really just scrubland. There's there's hardly any uh greenery. And he's like, oh out here it says, you know, four four hundred and fifty five PPM of CO2. And then he takes it into the Bitcoin mining data center and he's like, look, it didn't go up. So there's no emissions. Um, <laughs> and I, I would invite if you need your brain to be fully smoothed <laughs> or if you just want to get irrationally angry, you can go and watch the video. It's linked in the show notes because um, it is just that stupid. And but they thought this company and the think guy they who was were in really the video, making 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 a point yes they thought they had totally owned everyone <laughs> that's the best yeah 
I love when people do that. They think they've owned everyone. They haven't considered something really obvious. And then they have to suffer the consequences and everyone's replying and telling them how stupid they are. But instead of being like, oh, shit, I made a big mistake. They have to double down. They they don't understand Houston's law. (laughs) They just double down and they just keep digging in. And, And that is one of the funniest things to watch is people just dig in and fight for their lives when they've just done just shown their whole ass. Yeah, they're just like they're just like uh, you know replying replying to people replying to the tweet to say this is dumb to say like oh you don't get satire then and it's like this yeah isn't, exactly oh, this isn't oh, satire a good joke. it's just stupid <laughs> oh it's actually low key kind of sad that you didn't get that yeah <laughs> oh excellent satire one hundred percent truthful science like okay whatever <laughs> this is this is where blue checks are at basically yeah so, that's fun. Um, next we have, it's been 20 years since the Iraq war. There were lots of pieces about it. Um, and one was by Eli Lake, who I think has been a previous, uh, for sure, man, uh, featured person. (laughs) Um, he wrote a a piece called the Iraq war 20 years later. And one of the things that he said was, uh, you know, in in 2003, the world bank estimated that Iraq's GDP was a paltry 21.9 billion. Uh, in 2021, it's nearly 208 billion. During Saddam's reign, only a small number of Iraqis had cell phone subscriptions. As of 2021, 86% of the country has a wireless telecom plan. Um, <laughs> you know, so it was all worth it. We brought cell phones to Iraq. Did you know? Did you know that that uh, <clears throat> that under under uh, JFK, we didn't we didn't have um, high speed internet access. Yeah, but now we do. Right. Really makes you think, huh? Yeah. Free, freedom it's like, is like, yeah, bro, t- time happens. Things yeah. progress, changes happen. Freedom is when you have iPhone. You know? <laughs> yeah, that so. too. I mean, begin besides the point of like these are not the best markers of whether they're for free or happy or prospering society. But like also the fact that like maybe they were gonna get cell phones anyway because like cell phones hadn't yeah. really happened everywhere like, by that point how, how you many can't people, take credit for something like that how many people in the u.s had cell phone subscriptions in 2003 <laughs> right. you know right <laughs> uh, i think i got my first i got my first cell phone that i was mine that i was paying for in like 2005 you know right yeah like that was the cusp, really, in the U.S. Anyway, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, come on. So, like, let alone in in Iraq. I do like, like that Eli had to like go and scrape the bottom of the barrel of statistics <laughs> to find one that looked good. It's like, hey, uh, Eli, can you look at some other graphs and show me what else has gone way up since two thousand three? In some way, I admire more the grift of the people who are like, yeah, I was wrong about that. But I'm not wrong about any of this other stuff. Like, well, I think at it's least interesting because I acknowledge that they could be wrong. I feel like in 20 years, there were people who went from like rabidly, you know, defending the Iraq war to saying like, yeah, no, I was wrong about that. To then like when the 20 years rolled around, they're like, actually, I was right. Um, yeah. I've gone. I've happened? come full circle. So. <laughs> Bizarre. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. Um, and next, finally, we have uh, San Francisco, a place that we, of course, love, um, is basically yeah. sort of imploding. Um, 
in slow motion because a bunch of like shops and uh you know retail companies things like that keep closing down locations and saying like there's too much crime there's too much like homelessness or whatever um the latest is nordstrom is closing mm. i guess um, oh, no. nordstrom uh which was inside the westfield san francisco center mall on market street is closing um, and the San Francisco Chronicle writes, losing Nordstrom is a serious blow to the city. <laughs> Nordstrom's style and class captured the essence of San Francisco. <laughs> and I just want to say, grow up. Like, I, seriously. Like, the reason that Nordstrom is probably closing is not because necessarily SF is like bad and crime infested, but because retail in general is a dying segment. And uh, especially like retail that's that uh, that's that's not super luxury, but also not affordable to normal people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. And that's exactly the niche that Nordstrom. Fits. And this this Nordstrom, it says here, takes up four floors and three hundred and fifty seven thousand <laughs> square feet. There's no way they want to keep paying for that. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I love like they have to blame it on on, you know, liberal policy and the crime and the homelessness and stuff like they can't just be like oh yeah this was a business decision and here's why like they gotta get their little jab in you know gotta try yeah. to make their point against their opponent yeah well it's you know they're trying to say like oh well you know because uh, they fire but you know because like the, the the companies when they leave they say it's because of crime and then people like us say no you're making a business decision and then this article is like no, but we're pretending that there's not cr the closing of Whole Foods was caused by bad business decisions, not crime. Crime is down anyway. Just look at the numbers. Downtown San Francisco is empty because of rote, rote work or the pandemic or online shopping, blah, 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 blah. Everything can be explained away. Um, and it's like, okay, but if you do actually go look at statistics and things like that, <laughs> or if you tackled any of the root problems you know that lead to things like homelessness and crimes of poverty but they don't want to do that Re like really the reason that Nordstrom is moving out is because real estate of all kinds has become incredibly unaffordable in San Francisco um but they don't they don't have a plan to deal with that really and there's also huge issues with investment real estate uh yeah too so yeah. it's fine it's amazing. It's fine. Everything <laughs> is going fine in America. Everything's great here. Everything is good. I increasingly feel... Do you know that um, uh, that shot from the Naked Gun movie where Leslie Nielsen is standing in front of a fireworks factory that's caught on fire and is like, you know, fireworks are going off behind him and he's just going, nothing to see here. Everything is fine. <laughs> That's just the state of America right now. <laughs> it really does feel like that. And it yeah. keeps feeling more and more like that. And I'm like, how much more like that can it feel? Yeah, I don't does know. Does that make sense? Right. <laughs> it's um, like, it's I mean, like we, we sort of like we entered the cool zone and then we got so cold that we looped back around. And now it's like, I don't even know where we are anymore. Yeah, we're know. definitely in meltdown May. That's for sure. Oh god, I forgot uh, that it's meltdown May. I think it's yeah. going to be muted this uh year because Twitter so? has imploded or been imploded. Ooh, I uh, say. it'll be interesting to see, yeah, what effect that has on meltdown May. I I yeah. haven't felt as meltdowny, but that's probably because I'm not on Twitter that much. 
Well, um, yeah, you've been hyping yourself up on TikTok, so. Yeah, I yeah. And I've, I reserve I have, my I'm meltdown for uh, January through April, so. <laughs> <laughs> I got that out of the way. <laughs> so, um, I want to introduce a new segment um, to the show because I, apparently I got really bored one day. Um, and I went and found just like, like, w- like the weirdest Wikipedia articles I could find. Mm-hmm. So this segment is called Weirdkipedia. Get okay. it? Like, like instead of Wikipedia. Uh, no, I don't. Get weird. It. Can you explain it to me in great detail? So, and I took the wick. <laughs> so the so wiki what? out of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, didn't I just? I just took the. W- I guess the W and I is weird. actually in weird. Yeah. If you think about it. So what I've done is I've created, well, it's called a portmanteau, which is a French word. <laughs> yeah. So these are weird Wikipedia articles. Andrews, today, have you heard of the acoustic kitty? Um, is that? <laughs> Not that acoustic kitty, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? I was going to say, was that a thing from an Austin Powers movie? <laughs> oh, uh, this this does sound like a thing from an Austin Powers movie. Mm. Um, if you read this Wikipedia article here, Acoustic Kitty was a Central Intelligence Agency project launched by the Director oh. of Science and Technology <laughs> in the 1960s, which intended to use cats to spy on Kremlin and Soviet embassies. When, when the out- first sentence <laughs> says "was a CIA project," that's how you know you're cooking with gas, baby. <laughs> In an hour-long procedure, a veterinary surgeon implanted a microphone in the cat's ear canal, a small radio transmitter at the base of its skull, and a thin wire into its fur. This would allow the cat to innocuously record and transmit sound from its surroundings. Due to problems with distraction, the cat's sense of hunger had to be addressed in another operation. (laughs) Victor Marchetti, a former CIA officer in Project Acoustic Kitty, cost about $20 million dollars we used to have so much money to spend on things in the 1960s i just think this is literally that thing that the birds are actually spies like the birds are drones like it's not that far off the ci was literally turning cats into spy drones it says the first acoustic cat Acoustic Kitty mission was to eavesdrop on two men in a park outside the Soviet embassy. The cat was released nearby, but was hit and allegedly killed by a taxi almost immediately. The project was canceled in 1967. (laughs) I love that's how the first trial went. Just like everything the CIA does can be so wacky. Yeah. And I love that about them. I love that for them. Yeah, what if we gave the dumbest people in the world an essentially unlimited budget and just said, <laughs> you know, like have fun with it. So <laughs> anyhow, uh that's Project Acoustic Kitty. That's yeah. that's the first w- weird Wikipedia. T- so. Tune in next week for more uh weird Wikipedia. I've got so many of these, man. <laughs> well, I've got a weird thing too here. This is a Kickstarter that yeah. I saw. Um, this is the uh, Penergy Power Bank. Excuse um, me. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing to do with uh, genitalia. Um, okay. It is everything to like, do with. I think triangles. my power bank is working just fine as it is. Thank you yeah. very much. Um, no power source needed for 1.5 years. So this is like a you know like the USB battery things that you can mm-hmm. plug your phone into. Um, this is one that promises not to need recharging for one and a half years. And you may ask, how in the world uh. could that possibly work? Um, and the answer is the triangle. 
Um, the what? <laughs> the what? The triangle. <laughs> so what they have in here is they have, um, well, it says, uh, what you do is you turn the knob on the power bank for 15 <laughs> seconds. Freaking. This triggers a movement of the internal gears and the generator produces energy. The alternating current produced in the generator is being rectified into direct current through the PCB. There it becomes more efficient by switching to the triangle. The triangle <laughs> is an innovative part made out of the silicon crystal and some other proprietary elements placed between two metal plates. Um, it's literally just a triangle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, yeah, what this is, is this is a big plastic box with like some clockwork and then a PCB that doesn't do anything in it. Um, this has been on Kickstarter for like a month now and they have not yet taken this down. I do not understand <laughs> why. Like I'm about to email Kickstarter and be like, like, are you asleep at the wheel over there or what? Was this, this was is- this like Kickstarter's like um uh April Fools or something? I don't think like, so. They have so many little like design drawings and internal mechanism video like they there's so much put into this here's the thing like it obviously is a scam like this is just obviously a complete scam uh but it's still on kickstarter the good thing is is that it's not tracking to meet its goal because it's only got four thousand dollars pledged of the twenty five thousand dollar goal but there's still 27 days to go on this kickstarter so you know, we shall see, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess that's that's just where Kickstarter is these days, is you can just sort of put whatever up there, even they, if it's they, they obviously have so fraudulent. Much, they have so many images and design things, and this is crazy. It like it really does look legitimate from that perspective. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it's like no scam. I've never seen a scam that they would put this much time and effort into it. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. Like they, sh- they show like fake research and shit. <laughs> like, guys. Oh my gosh! Like probes connected to things. This yeah. is amazing. Um. Anyway, <laughs> you know, uh, the triangle. That's well, great. it's because we the it. triangle, what it does is it, it, it puts it into the technology of the triangle, Andrew. And the triangle, you, um, you know, the, the triangle, the power in the triangle lasts a year and a half. However, I think after that, you do have to uh, replace it. Yeah. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> Here so, we go. You know, it's like a one-time <laughs> use thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a renewable triangle resource yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, should we stop recording? Oh, this is from Azerbaijan as well. That makes it even oh, better. Oh, that that <laughs> explains some things. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway. I have no idea what I'm doing. I was not prepared for this. I'm trying and I'm learning. Thank you for your patience. There's so many mistakes I have already made, but I'm working to be better. And I think I'm gonna make it, but for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing